0: i'm zach
1: i'm riff i'm jim i'm kevin
2: this is mc Frontalot. i snuck in here you're a podcast i am a podcast listen to me it's the middle of the <laughs> afternoon though so we can't do our customary thing of getting just shitty shit faced i don't i know i don't even know how i'm gonna get through this
0: yeah you know. uh we could sniff glue that's true we do have a big thing of surely <laughs> modern glue before 3 p.m unproductively <laughs> sniffable i don't know yeah, I guess you know it's the propellant that really. That Does really it have hits the there, like right? uses other than what's advertised? Oh, are, a Violation of yeah. federal. Alternate uses: then. get high as fuck. It says in the instructions. In order to get high as fuck, spray this into a paper bag, and then hook a gas mask up to the paper bag. <laughs> take a picture for the cover of your Ween album. <laughs> and
3: cancer wires. and reproductive harm.
4: Mmm. That's what I want. Cancer gets you I high, right? Think I think it re- can. Not every cancer's going to you, cancer, some you final. weed,
2: man. <laughs> Uh, speaking of weed, man, what have you been up to, Damien? <laughs> uh, well, I was at DefCon in Vegas. How was DefCon in Vegas? Weekend. It was fun, although um, I really—I accidentally ate, I think, 650 milliliters of uh, milliliters, micrograms, milligrams—that's what they're called—of of uh, of weed. Oh, THC. Yeah, uh, uh, is that a lot? It's, it was it was a so lot. So that is
0: about <laughs> sixty-five times, 100,
2: 150 times the amount that I like to take. Okay, yeah. I, uh, I didn't. I thought it was mislabeled. Okay, but maybe it wasn't. Did that? I don't know. Did that make you ill? Did that make you? I was fine. It made me sit on the um, big bed in the hospitality suite and watch bad YI YA. Uh, <laughs> dystopian sci-fi yeah. movie adaptations all is that, afternoon. Is that Divergent? I, yeah, and then okay. after that Hunger Games and I, 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 uh, I thereby missed a whole day and night of partying at DEF CON because <laughs> I was just could not scrape my ass together. Our friend at Puzzle Pint last night was telling us that there are parties at DEF CON that you have to solve an elaborate puzzle to figure out where the party is. You certainly do. You gotta hack your way in. <clears throat> if you hang out at the a vendor booths all day, you will see people running around trying to like solve weird ass esoteric scavenger hunts <laughs> for just so that they can go to a party. Hmm. Do you think weird. those parties are worth it, or are they just nerd parties full of puzzle nerd? Nerds? You get there and everybody's too smart to drink a beer. <laughs> 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 no, those uh, those those DEFCON is the wonderful intersection of extreme smart people and humongous alcoholism. Oh good. Uh, the the partying is never in short supply. And where do
0: the parties happen? In people's hotel rooms? In strangers' hotel rooms that people have hacked entrance
2: to. I guess I've been oh. yeah, I've been to one that was in like one of those two story like eight room suite type things, but mostly they're like the Rain Man suite. <laughs> the Rain Man suite, yeah. But mostly the ones I've been to have been in like venues around town, like um, or in the convention center where somebody's like rented out a little ballroom or something it's like all the hacker groups throw parties then like all the companies are probably throwing parties and then like the government is throwing parties that are disguised as puzzles
0: <laughs> It'd be pretty good if you were like the NSA to just like talk on your private channels about a party that you were having and then whoever showed up to the party you hire no yeah you hire them yeah or throw them in the well first dungeon. you ask them why manhole covers are around and then if they can answer that then you hire them i don't know that one what's that's like a like the, is that one of the, the sphinx's famous of, yes yeah <laughs> yeah first of all what is a manhole cover and to know that you have to be able to see hundreds of years into the future so that's one way that the sphinx could let you what kind of cover what kind of
3: something. cover walks on four legs in the morning <laughs>
0: right but is round when yeah is round in the in evening you know? yeah um I, I always get the Sphinx mixed up with those things from uh, the Never Ending Story. Was the Sphinx the one that would sphinxes. vaporize you if yeah. you uh,
4: answered the question? With
2: right. their laser eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Those laser Sphinxes in Never Ending Story were assholes. Yep. Were they? It seemed like it. I don't know. They yeah, sent our didn't hero. They were like,
4: you, the dude had to like, dive through them because they were going to shoot him anyway. Yeah, they just weren't call. having
2: any of his shit. <laughs> sphinx. More like stinks. Yeah. <laughs> Sick word sick never-ending story Bert.
0: What do you, do you suppose that there is any way in which those Sphinxes existed or was it just like a painting of a Sphinx <laughs> with some lasers laid over the top of
2: it I think that movie was a lot of model work and I think there were a lot of kind of slow epic pans around those Sphinxes sphinx <laughs> I models. thought you
4: were asking if Sphinxes actually existed yeah that's what I thought too <laughs> Well, I don't
0: know those specific ones. Obviously, they did. You can't make a statue of something that didn't exist. That's illegal. <laughs> <Yeah. too laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you make a statue of something, it does exist. That's what St. Anselm said. If you can imagine a statue, it exists. That's really what being a sculptor is all about. Is just, ontolo- isn't it just finding stuff uh, inside marble? What Here's a that? question
2: Does everyone who owns a 3D printer now count as a sculptor? Yeah. Oh, all
3: right. Did everyone who owned a printer before count as an author?
2: Well, if you wrote something to print out. Like a printmaker. A a, printmaker. I'm pretty
1: sure everyone who owns a 3D printer is also a sandwich.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to argue. Have you ever used a 3D printer for anything? Not really. No. I've been around them and sort of watched them slowly create... Fragile monochrome plastic objects. Like what? A cute little box that's screwed together. Uh my own head. Yeah? I went down to MakerBot when they were gearing up and they were they tried to get every like semi celebrity in Brooklyn to come over and get their <laughs> torso scanned so they have a is. bust on file. I think my mine is still on file on uh thing averse or whatever that is 3d print or bust <clears throat> you can you can 3d print or bust my bust
0: <laughs> if you like stood up really fast while the scanner was in there would you like <gasps> trick Oh yeah but nice you'd nice <laughs> smeary, get a nice smeared, 3d yeah, yeah. Like,
2: glitchy butt face oh, but, but I, I have one, one those of those anyway
3: creepy like oh, i forget the the artist that drew the like the horror scenes where like the faces are all stretched out and stuff that would be kind of fun if you, if you could time the if there's a laser scanning you in lines and you just sort of slowly move with it and change your mouth shape and mm, stuff, it yeah. could be fun. Do you,
0: you think can... that we'll ever get to the point where we can 3D print a dog? <laughs> like a, li- a living dog?
4: Yeah, <laughs> That's uh, advanced. Sure. I'm going to work on
2: like a nice fluffy souffle first. Okay. Like yeah, I want... 3D printed out of eggs? Yeah. Like if I I'm had just... a, a Star Trek replicator that made nice hot meals, that would... That, that you could stop the technology there. Like, we can grow dogs the old The
1: only ethical way to do that would be to make it o- so that it was only alive after the very last part had been printed. <laughs> oh, right. Because otherwise,
0: yeah, you'd make the brain first, and it would just, like, as soon as the dog horror. was capable of falling over dead in horror, it would do so. Right? <laughs> right. It's like the kid at the end of the jaunt. Spoilers for the Stephen King story, the jaunt from <laughs> the late 70s. Uh... You know what, because what I want is I want one of those dogs that, like, is running along in front of you as you're taking a panoramic photo, so it ends up being, like, a, like a long-haired Datsun, but one that is, like, six feet from its front legs to its back legs. <laughs> That's the kind of dog I want.
1: You can also do that with content-aware aware scale. That's true.
4: I feel like a, a Dachshund that long would need an extra set of legs in the middle. You can get him a skateboard.
0: <laughs> Either that, or replace. I mean, you're using a 3D printer. You could just replace his spine with like a spring uh, that he could, like a pronounced ring. Uh, like the, yeah. the Slinky yeah.
2: Dog from Toy Story. Is
0: I mean, or you could just
4: give create. him another set of legs. I mean, you're if you're 3D printing well, him anyway, you could do trying whatever. to
0: create some kind of fucked up basilisk.
4: What? Why not though? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, given I, I, the I, capability, why would you not want that? Look, the the we're evolutionarily
0: programmed yeah. to recoil in horror when something has six legs. That's why we don't like bugs or
4: triplets. <laughs> well, I... <I'm... laughs> just give it five legs, then. Just put an extra single leg in the middle. <laughs> you and your loopholes. Yeah.
0: Or, like, a hover butthole. <laughs> like, just... <laughs>
3: just has to be constantly farting from the middle
2: no, a series of no, buttholes just... along the stomach and torso <laughs> keeps it keeps its center section aloft through constant flatulence or guys we've solved this engineering problem what's next world hunger here You have, we to, give come. It, you have to
0: give it a special kind of food that's mostly beans
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: otherwise <laughs> like
2: otherwise it starts to drag belly
0: yeah, yeah. uh what have you been up to kevin
3: what have I been up to this past week? Uh, mostly prepping materials for the limited edition
0: release of West of Loathing. Yeah, that's exciting. We're, we're they're selling a collector's edition of it that has a cloth map. You know, Yay. I'm sad that games don't have cloth maps anymore. So you know what, guys? Fuck it. Let's make one. Yep. It's um. Really, it's really just a handkerchief. Cloth yeah, it was handkerchief. By handkerchief, you mean bandana? It was probably just a handkerchief. A handkerchief. A bandana is just a handkerchief put to a different use i don't think it's a distinct object uh okay uh, is a sheet like is a bed
3: sheet it's a just distinct, a big handkerchief a big handkerchief really big handkerchief yeah yeah
0: like a like a, a shirt is just a sort of a triple toroidal handkerchief
3: so when women used to drop uh small bed sheets around that was like a sign that they yeah were just like come
2: over and see my they big one yeah. 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 yeah okay um for the Super Prestige Edition, could you print the map on a, a fitted queen bed sheet? <laughs> that'd be pretty
1: good. I, I'm just assuming all these, like, you just have a handkerchief in the box, and you're supposed to just draw your own map mm. on the handkerchief. <laughs> so you could do the same thing with the queen bed sheet.
0: That's true. You just have to draw it bigger. Right. With, like, a big paint marker. Yeah. So that you, it can you could, y- if
3: washed. you be If you just tack the sheet to the wall and then project the map
0: onto it, that will that'd be a helpful guide. I wonder how big you could get... Like, could you order a custom printed bed sheet from the internet? That seems like a thing that you could get yeah. from the internet.
2: Seems seems medium likely. Yeah. Well, I don't see why you wouldn't you get a whole medium to. article
0: printed on one. Like, if you found a medium <laughs> article about sleeping, that you, you could really just liked.
1: call up TaskRabbit, tell somebody to come over, and then give them a Sharpie. That's true.
0: Yeah. yeah. One Sharpie is probably
3: not enough to, to write a, a map on a. Sheet. I feel like it's going to absorb a lot of ink. You can get three D.
2: You can get three D. Printing done piecemeal on the internet by going on Task Rabbit and hiring a sculptor.
5: Oh yeah.
0: I thought like hiring a bunch of sculptors to to (laughs) make you a sculpture of an elephant. Yeah. Uh, Just from a bunch of different descriptions. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) What are you up to, Jim?
1: Uh. So did you know there was a uh, another another season of Viva's and Budhead in 2011? No.
0: Wait, that sounds familiar. Yeah. But it was one of those things where, like, sometimes I'll find out about something on TV, and because it's now, I just don't understand how to even watch it.
1: Right. Like,
0: I I just always assume that for every show, you have to sign up for another $15 a month service
1: to watch that show. Well, like, to to watch Beavis and Butthead, you have to just torrent it, because... Like, if you get the DVDs... To pay for it would be wrong. Well, well, that and... You don't want to support Mike Judge. That guy's an asshole. Also... He doesn't seem like
0: that much of an asshole, does he?
1: Oh, it depends on whether you watch... Like, are you watching Idiocracy or are you watching King of the Hill? Because in one of them, he's a nice guy who cares about his characters. And anyway... Um, <laughs> uh, if you get the DVDs for Beavis and Butthead, they don't have, like, two-thirds of the content because... It was they, they don't have the rights to the video. Right,
2: MTV's, MTV's system of licensing music was the like blanket license that radio stations have. Right, and they tricked the recording industry into agreeing to that right at the beginning, and then continued to produce their original content scored with the hits of the day for decades. <laughs> right. The, uh, the downside is no DVDs of any of that shit. Did the if, people get paid for it though? Like, did it count? Like, did playing the song on Beavis and
0: Butthead Actually, did you get royalties per play from MTV
2: um probably yeah, you get your like your ass cap or whatever but yeah um, you probably, get, I think that's you get it like not you get very it very big compared to, to to, compared to if MTV was like we're producing this half hour of original programming, we'd like to license your song in perpetuity to do the thing you'd be starting at you know 20 2030 grand for a for a song that's like medium popular and for like every top hit which is what they you know they'd have 20 like top 10 hits in an episode of the state or something and that would be that would have been twice the budget of the show just for the music licenses they went back and released the state on dvd after removing every one of those songs and writing a non-infringing knockoff of each one (laughs) Wow, i'm
0: guessing that it would be way cheaper to write a non-infringing knockoff than it would be to license a song at those rates right i mean like you Hmm. It's like I I recently learned that if you're going to get lead abatement done on your house in San Francisco, it's cheaper to just hire someone to replace all of your walls than it is (laughs) to get them to get the lead paint off of your walls and certify that it doesn't have lead
2: on it anymore. Wow. Um, Our disposable culture has finally extended to walls. (laughs) The one thing you thought could stand. Yeah. The
0: one thing you thought eventually ye mighty would look upon in despair. <laughs> no, it turns out the the libs have taken away even that from us. Even with not. their stupid don't
2: give kids brain damage bullshit.
3: Mm-hmm. The great lib- the was- lead abatement of China.
2: Load bearing brain damage. Uh, how, did you watch
0: season, 11, season 2011 of Beavis and Butthead?
1: Uh, some of it, yeah. How was it? I- it's pretty good. Did it have videos? No. So what they did in that season was they just, they, they had the characters, instead of watching the music videos and talking over them, they had them watch, uh, the, that day, that era is MTV programming, which is reality shows. Oh. So you get clips from like 16 and pregnant, uh, with the, those two characters commenting on it. And it's funny, like, but, when they are watching those shows, um, you can tell that, like, it is Mike Judge speaking in his own writing voice. Like, those are things a smart person would say if they were smart snarking about these shows.
2: So he sort of lost the characters or got bored of them. And-
1: yeah. But then they're, like, in the original content, it is the old characters again. Uh but it is uh, like it's it, it's it is very weird to hear like Beavis's voice say something sharp, witty, and sharply observed. <laughs> Didn't they <laughs> kind of Do some
0: of that in the video segments, though. They would yeah, every like, now draw, and then. They would make references to things that, that you wouldn't. Yeah, that's if you true. Was, like, some dirtbag kid.
1: That that that, but, that did occasionally happen, but like in, in the 2011 season, that's pretty much all they do.
0: Hmm. There's also where they're watching that. Uh, I think it was some like. Primus spin-off video that Butthead just explains to Beavis that the name of this band is the Seminiferous Tupeloidal Buttnoids <laughs> It's one of the things that I remember
2: from Beavis. Right. It
0: it was weird though, like cause those videos it, it kind of felt like that was Mike Judge saying, Hey, check out this song that we could play this video for that MTV will never otherwise play. They weren't, like, a lot of making them, right? fun of popular videos. They but, were making so they fun would, of, like, weird, obscure they shit would mix from the it. 80s. They would mix it together. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think a lot of that was whether or not they liked it actually was whether or not Mike Judge liked it. Right. And I I do think that, like, Beavis and Butthead liking a show was a... Rather, liking a, a video was a... Did have a big influence on whether or not that video was successful with people of that age oh
2: hell yeah that show drove interest in definitely in third and fourth tier bands yeah um i th- always got the sense that he was choosing them based on how the characters would react like ones that would just, i mean
1: would that would be the the what way- s-
2: love or have a strong objection to but, but
1: like that would be the way to do it if you wanted to be true to the characters but like if you have that kind of power how can you help but like oh i'm gonna promote this thing that i think is cool right
2: that's what i would do I remember my favorite moment from there was a sort of like a fourth wall, an implied fourth wall break where MTV had just gotten in trouble because some tween who was a Beavis and Butthead fan had burned down his trailer park. Oh, right. Um, while yelling fire in the Beavis voice, I can only assume. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, the parents anti arson council or whoever like came and asked MTV to stop having Beavis yell fire all the time. And they agreed. Uh, and, <laughs> and like a week or two later they are, they go to the watching videos part of Beavis and Butthead and they're put on this Radiohead video for I don't remember what song but the entire video is just this one shot of this man running rightward in the center of the frame and the camera's just panning along the street he's running along this sidewalk and near the beginning of the video he kind of slowly catches fire and then he's completely engulfed in flame running and that's the entire video and it comes on and Beavis is like or Butthead's kind of talking about it, and Beavis is just going Argh! 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 <laughs> like it's just so painful for him that he can't yell fire, and Butthead doesn't know why. That, He's so like, why are you so quiet?
1: So the listeners won't wouldn't have seen that, but you actually did a pretty good facial impression of Beavis there
4: too. <laughs>
2: I have to struggle not to do a good facial impression of Beavis most of the time. It's just letting it go, it's like Bruce Banner
4: resting Beavis face. Yeah. <laughs>
2: How about you, Riff? What have you
0: been up to?
4: Uh nothing nothing new. <laughs> Video games.
0: Any news among your crow friends?
4: Uh you know you know, I haven't uh, I haven't been down that street recently, although I probably will tomorrow because I've got I have to go to the post office. So I will see them tomorrow.
0: Huh. Do you, I, I thought that you actually went and hung out with them. Like I thought are are you just buddies with them
2: now and you don't have to like put the energy
0: into <laughs> building the
2: relationship? These are people who live on the other side of the wall in Game of Thrones?
4: Yeah, these are literal crows that that I've befriended by giving them peanuts whenever I see them. And uh, and now they, they recognize me and swoop down to claim peanuts when I walk by
2: yeah you got nut
0: buddies that's right do you think they would think it do you think they know you well enough at this point that they would think it was funny if you gave them like a book of peanuts cartoons
4: (laughs) (laughs) I mean crows are really intelligent but uh I don't know I don't know if they're into that sort of yeah I think they're probably more like you know Garfield (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: they're
4: they're literate but
2: not sophisticated yeah
5: (laughs)
0: I watched uh, uh, the previous movie by the guy who made the movie The Endless, which I talked about recently, which that's that sort of like kind of sci fi Lovecraft-esque horror movie about the people that uh, escaped from some sort of weird UFO cult in the 90s and then go back 20 years later to find that everyone in the cult is still the same age that they were when they left. <laughs> um, and there is a scene in that movie where they find this guy who is like chained to the wall in a cabin because uh, his friend is trying to get him off of drugs and there was an entire movie about that that apparently just takes place in the same universe and has a lot of the same like fictional conceits where there is some there is some malevolent force that is that communicates with people by making weird old media appear <laughs> like they over the course of over the course of this movie the guy finds like, some photographs and it's like a sequence of photographs that just sort of show somebody doing something horrible to somebody else and then later on he finds like a record and then this like shed that has a bunch of old like media players in it that have just been brought there so that people can actually see these you know old vacation slides that are also about a murder VHS tapes and audio tapes it's super fucking cool like just as a premise that like all right, there's this like malevolent force that's communicating with you by just manufacturing like old recordings of things, uh, What's
4: and then putting them where you'll
0: find them. Uh, sorry, the name of the the name of this movie is Resolution, uh, and you can rent it on Amazon. That's that's one I did. At least. Cool. See the Endless, though.
1: I don't know. I don't think that you need. Oh, yeah. I conflated those two because the, the descriptions ran into each other. So I'm just like.
0: They're the same. Like, oh, yeah. They're, they're, oh, okay. Like, they're, they're not the same movie, but they're like. They're basically. In the same The world. Endless is essentially a sequel with a, okay. a slightly higher budget. Or, okay. like, it's just like, elsewhere, while this was happening, so was this. So when they were. Although, while this was happening becomes kind of a weird
1: conceit. Right. If the time yeah. travel movie. Yeah. Uh, with. So when they were trying to convey that people hadn't aged in twenty years, like how did they do that? In the preview, they in the preview, looked real they like, Yeah,
0: they're all in their forties. They're just they just look really young for some reason. Okay, like you just hear one. You hear one character explaining to the other character who's back from there that it's like, no, they're actually way older than they look.
1: Okay, uh, so they have to actually just do it in dialogue. Yeah, because I. So I've been watching Better Call Saul, and that's a show that is a. A prequel to the. I mean, it doesn't even have to be a prequel. That show depicts the same character with probably an over 20 year age difference. Like, there are some scenes in some episodes where he's supposed to be in his probably mid 20s. Yeah, yeah. And then some scenes where he's in his mid 40s. And it's the same actor. They put yeah. a different wig on him. Yeah. And they dress him like Style a young person different. or a. Yeah. Um, and We're it's just blur a the con-
3: camera a little <laughs> bit.
1: Right. And it's sort of something you like, you look past because. Like, how the hell are they going to get a young Bob Odenkirk on the, on the set? Um, and so that that's one of those things, like, similarly, how do you convey that a character in a movie is extremely attractive?
2: Take, By take ha- off her glasses and then let her ponytail.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, because everybody in movies is extremely attractive, so they have to, like, have... Uh, they have to have someone talking like about a, it
2: like a
0: cartoon wolf has to have his eyes bulge out and he has to go ooga ooga
1: <laughs> right yeah
0: um, that, that's more how they convey that somebody is supposed to be unattractive right because it's like it, really it's when the beautiful girl has her glasses and her, and her hair in a ponytail that, like some other some like Girl that's dressed differently has to make fun of that girl for being yes. ugly so that the audience will know that, oh, I get it. In the in this movie, that girl is supposed to not be, like, 99.5th
2: percentile attractive, she's which so, she obviously is from looking at her. She's so bookish, snarks the popular girl. Yeah, right. There you go. Raves Peter Travers. She's so bookish, raves Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Anyway, see Resolution. See The Endless first, I think.
0: Because then you'll be like, oh, that's a cool callback but it'll be a call forward and you'll be like, "Ah, they knew they knew. Uh, it is pretty, it's pretty impressive. The kinds of, I kind of wonder if this like modern horror Renaissance isn't partly due to the fact that real significant special effects tech is now available to people with almost casually budgets. Oh yeah. And like, I don't, I guess that wouldn't explain why there's not also like a sci-fi renaissance
2: or maybe there is one and I'm just not
3: a party to there's it. There's a yep. lot of sci-fi yeah. coming out now. Yeah. yeah.
2: All, I mean, there's just endless sci-fi ultra trash on Netflix and then there's that whole sci-fi network that pumps out
0: sure. exceedingly that's cheap a, that's looking. That's a bigger
2: budget I think than the, the I don't know. I I'm mean, talking about, like, like, about homemade stuff? Yeah. I'm just talking about sort of like
0: independent independent horror movies or even like the I don't know what do you suppose the budget is of an average like Annapurna movie, right? Like two million
3: dollars.
2: What do you think the budget of Sorry to Bother You was? Eight million dollars. Really? I think okay, somewhere between six and eight. I looked it up, but maybe I'm remembering it wrong. That's a lot. That's a big budget for a movie, right? Uh, I mean, not, I mean, not for, a, like for yeah, a for a tiny like a indie movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, it had some recognizable stars in it, and that's true. A lot of special effects, and a bunch of special effects. That whole claymation sequence
0: yeah i love that part that was very expensive because they had to like hire people from the 70s
2: <laughs> they had to hire a bunch of sculptors yeah that's true 3d just, print you just things. 3d print
0: that shit mm-hmm. oh when you were talking about uh, a machine making a souffle a souffle a suplex a suplex you think they'll ever make a machine that can make and can do a suplex <laughs> you think they'll ever build a robot that can suplex a gator you Can only pray and hope uh, <laughs> And these gators are not going to suplex themselves, that is for sure. It could... Can you... Okay, so you just had, like, a big vessel filled with eggs. Could you, like, make a sort of an egg sculpture with a laser pointer by by (laughs) just, like, cooking, like, strands of egg? I think you would need two... Oh, for like oh, so it would work like a radiation treatment, like a targeted.
1: Well, I don't know what that is. I mean, I, I can guess, but like a a, la- a laser is going to carve like a a be- a beam through the right. So, inla- like, if really you don't I'm just want it, by
0: making like a lattice.
1: Okay, then yes. But I was thinking, like, if you want to, <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, you'd have two lasers, and where they meet, it gets hot enough to fuse the egg.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty good too. Okay, yeah. But I was just imagining, like, if I just wanted to make, like, I don't know. A paper towel tube, but out of eggs. Could I just point a laser pointer through the egg aquarium and uh, rotate the laser pointer in a little circle and just make a little egg tube?
1: I, I, I think that would work. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. I'm going mean, to say
0: could, try it. You could fill it up with, you pull it out and then like fill it up with sausage.
1: Mm, <laughs> laser printed
2: egg <sighs> sausage sleeving.
3: Instead of just Cooking the egg and wrapping it around
1: the sausage—that's no, the, the old way, Kevin. Yeah, so on. first, you have to 3D print the cow, which then you slaughter. Okay.
2: You, I all, like on Westworld. In order to make an egg burrito from scratch, you must first 3D, 3D print, print the cow. universe. <laughs> I like I like on uh, Westworld, which somebody pointed out um, is all about printing horses out of milk. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole show,
0: or is it glue? It's like, like they figured out how to reverse the process. Uh, well, should we talk about video games? Let's do it. I guess we could. Did I, did I ever say that this was episode 341 of Video Games Hot Talk? I don't you think did I did. Now. We just started talking. That
3: was, that was a good, long intro section.
0: Yeah.
1: Good, good job.
0: Have you played any video games, Jim?
1: I... Uh... Uh, pretty much just the assignment. I played a little bit more 80 days and just got very frustrated at like... How many days there were? At how, well, at how much it didn't want me to go the wrong way.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Does it, I mean,
0: it seems like if, that's not a game that's so systemic that it couldn't just stop you, right? It's
1: not yeah, no, so it's not systemic, but it does have a surprising breadth of things you can do and, like, um, different types of ways you can go around the world. And, in fact, it even, like, hints at, like, you meet... At my first run-through, I met someone who was going around the world the other way, Mm. Mm. which seemed like it would hint at, like, you should be able to... You should try this. That seemed like it was explicitly a hint to do so. Um,
3: It seems like there's probably... four or six like major plot arcs that you can encounter in 80 days if I'm right. I remember like getting snippets of something that seemed connected to something else, but I had like missed chunks in the middle so I couldn't really explore it. Um, and I feel like that happened a handful of times and there there were some cool crazy things that happened in the playthrough 2 that I did.
0: Yeah, 80 days is a game that I think I would be just as happy reading a wiki.
1: Yeah. I, so, so a well
0: written wiki that was yeah, like, "Hey, check yeah. out this interesting thing that like points out here's a plot line and all of the things that might connect to it."
1: I'm certainly interested in that now. Um, I, I do think that like the act of making choices is important to how I feel about each interaction, each like city you can explore.
0: I just I remember feeling like the way that you do that is a little cumbersome and more time-consuming than it needs to be. Like, if if I could just play it as a Twine game, I think I would be more inclined Mm -hmm. to do that as opposed to having to, like, I don't know, I just remember the UX not being as smooth as I wanted it to be.
1: It's definitely got rough rough spots.
0: And also, like, I don't need to, like, actually watch a little boat icon move around a map. Like, (laughs) it's... Because that's not what the game is...
1: Four. There's yeah I mean especially like some some of the um, the longer trips there's a lot of waiting and I think that's um, I think they really play that up when the character is doing a lot of waiting like there's some sequences where you are stranded um, and they um, they really emphasize that by like making you wait a bunch in real time for help.
4: Yeah, I kind of I kind of enjoyed that that little bit of verisimilitude. And I've just, yeah, all, I've, uh, I've always really enjoyed the Indiana Jones dotted line across a map trope anyway. Is that where that's
0: from to begin with? Or no, it's from, from, no. from the old serials, right? Like, yeah. I wonder where the first instance of that was.
1: That's a good question.
0: Must have been, uh, must have been, uh, Orson Welles.
1: <laughs> I've been, uh, doing the crossword puzzles. The the New York Times New crossword. Times yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been doing that with my wife, um, mm-hmm. And last week, we managed to get a streak from Monday to Friday, which felt pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Did the... And I don't know, like... I don't feel like I know more about popular culture than I did six months ago, or significantly more, but I am way better at the puzzle part of it, I think. You know
0: that any time they mention a school, it's eaten. <laughs> because that is just like a very, a very like I think some some words are just fit to be in a crossword puzzle. And yeah, some words aren't, and you're gonna get the fit ones over and over and over again. Some
1: yeah, some ones like they just keep coming up. Like the, I, I still don't remember any uh, Native American tribe names, but those would help because yeah. those come up a lot. There's like Seminole.
0: I think uh, like one thing that is very good for crossword puzzles is a word is a long word that just alternates between consonants and vowels. Oh, And so, like, Seminole is one of those. Uh, it, yeah, it's so good. I've also been on a real kick with it uh, since... It, you know what it was? It was... I went... Uh, I had drinks with Chris Remo, and he was talking about deleting syncopause from his phone, finally, because he was playing too much of it. And the thing that finally broke the camel's back on that was he fucked up his, like, nearly 200-day... New York Times crossword oh, streak, no. which he didn't care about. But okay. suddenly, when it was <laughs> suddenly once it got up into the hundreds, he was like, "Oh fuck, I guess I should keep this going." But then he just like fucked around and didn't do the crossword one day because he was playing too much Cinco Pals. and so <laughs> oh man, started it over. Oh,
1: he's playing uh, one game instead of another game. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I, I, I am. I like. Is there
2: something making sorry static? My or, shitty. It's the fan on my yeah. shitty little Surface Pro oh. Three. Uh, I
0: had sort of like, I just had it in my head that I couldn't do Saturday by myself, right? Cause I had like tried a few times in early on and then couldn't do it. And then later on, when I was doing it with somebody, it was like, oh, this would be impossible to do by myself. But then I just was like sort of talking to Chris about that. And he's like, you could do, it. you've done enough of them now that you could definitely do the Saturday by yourself. I'm like, huh, okay, I will try. And so yeah, I have ended up with like a 17 day. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, remembering to do it is the hard part <laughs> I now have it on the front page of my phone so
3: there are, do you not look at your phone like the first thing when you wake
5: up
0: i do but i don't always remember hmm. i have been trying to do it because it comes out at like 6 p.m here like tomorrow's crossword comes out at like 6 nice. and so you can it's I, it's easy to get ahead of the game how are you uh how are you finding them
1: i'm uh, really enjoying it i uh, like it it's it's definitely uh, – well, I've already talked about how it's, it's a skill beyond just knowing the information. Yeah. It's – Knowing the tropes. Knowing the tropes and, and like, just the – I guess the tropes pretty much covers it. That's everything.
2: <laughs> did,
0: did the thing that you – did the set that you've done include the If I Were You gimmick one? I don't remember it. I like it when there's a trick. And I like it when the tr- you have to solve the clue that explains what the trick is, and then suddenly you can solve all of the other long things mm. in the puzzle that use that trick. Because yeah. Because, like-, like, they'll just be things that are very, very confusing until they're like, oh, in this one, this letter is actually this set of three letters thing gets revealed to you, and then you're like, oh, when it all falls into place, and then you just, like,
1: yeah, slam
0: jam yeah. the rest of that word. Almost
1: always I solve it backwards by, like, getting enough crosses for one of the long ones that I figure out what it's saying and then I figure out the trick that way.
0: Hmm. That's so good. That's such a good video game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I it's it's definitely weird when like there was one either last week or the week before where they used digits in one of the Oh yeah. Ooh. Those are always fun.
2: I've uh, never seen that.
1: And like it's in the, the app I use at least, there are no digits on the keyboard you have you get to, to hit the rebus button. What does rebus mean? I, I figured out that you use it to enter you know arbitrary text into the square, but like,
0: I mean, a rebus is like those pictorial puzzles, right? Where it's like B plus like a, a honeybee plus uh, the entrance okay, so, of a gold mine. Oh my god! There's gonna, e-mine.
1: there's definitely gonna be a New York Times crossword puzzle with emojis in the answers.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh
4: yeah. no.
1: From your words They're to
4: not- the pet bu- bucket.
2: <laughs> From your mouth to God's They have bucket. definitive
3: names. Like, they have
0: official... Yeah, but what is a... Like, there's not, like... They're bad. ...phrases that have an emoji as a... Right, like... There's some that
3: are simple. I think, like, eggplant might just be eggplant. <laughs> stuff. So
0: you'd use a... You'd use one of those words... Where there's like one five-letter word That the last letter is the entire word Eggplant And another seven-letter word That the first letter is the Right Like eggplant Parmigian And then like Where's my
2: eggplant? Uh, No, but in one of them It would mean hulking cock Right, yeah, of course In the other one It would be eggplant parmesan
0: Yeah, there's one where Just all the way from left to right There's an eggplant And then skeet, skeet, skeet And then a peach (laughs) (laughs) There you go
3: yeah, the crosswords where they pre- predict the winner of an election by just having both answers fit. Yeah, yeah. And they they cross with with clues that are ambiguous and could have be. Have they done that more than once? They have done it at least twice. That sounds
0: complicated. Yeah, and it also seems like you could get half of them done in one. Mm-hmm. Although you're always going to after the election start happens, with you that one, you have right? the f- you like, have a yeah. definitive
3: answer. So all of them have to cross that way properly.
0: That's pretty funny.
3: Yeah, it's it's super clever.
0: I would like to see those. Like, I'm guessing that uh, what I would like is to find a website. I'm sure there is one that's like here are a bunch of especially interesting dates of the New York Times crossword. There's, so you can there's just like a oh, top. Oh, yeah. there's
3: a top have, ten that has some yeah good like lists of
0: you can buy packets of like themed crosswords in the app but they're all like the little mini like maybe seven by seven oh tops. weird yeah and it's like i don't i don't want that i want like i want a full-sized crossword that is like video game themed and <laughs> i would pay a dollar each for 10 of those puzzles you know get on that Somebody get on that. <laughs> I downloaded a crossword puzzle making application once. They're real expensive mm-hmm. uh, to use the real ones, like to unlock all the you functionality. You have to pay yeah.
3: per letter. Yeah, it
4: sucks. <laughs> it could be worse. They could give you the letters as like loot boxes. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: I keep trying to write this New York Times crossword puzzle, but this 13 year old keeps calling me a cunt. I just can't... <laughs> <laughs> what else that's it just
0: the crossword just the crossword of the assignment pretty much wow really a lot of intellectual rigor in your gaming life
1: uh, this week
2: yeah I'm going to say that's
0: discipline right there
1: well no because it's it's been cutting into my work time oh. that's what happens when I play Zachtronics games is that I do that instead of working I know how that goes
4: yeah, it's nearly like work
1: It it feels like work
4: and it achieves just as much
1: <laughs> in, in my in my brain chemistry it does what about you riff what video games have you been playing this week
4: uh besides the assignment and Lamalana lana 2 i downloaded um the new iteration of picross s for the switch it's what's picross s uh it's just the switch, switch. version of nintendo's line of picross games i see uh it uh it's and 2 is almost identical to 1 but they different they, pictures. Yeah, different pictures. They added a new mode uh so as you as you uh play through the the regular picross ones you unlock other picrosses that of various sizes that are fragments of a larger picture. So that's that's kind of interesting just I don't know. It's, it's not any more interesting as puzzles, but it's cool to unlock a piece of a thing. So the only, the only thing I have, the only gripe I have, uh, with these is that they, they have two different modes. They have like regular Picross and then Mega Picross. And the Mega Picross ones are, uh, are the ones where a clue can, um, Uh, uh, can, can, it, it can have, it can have clues that take up more than one line. So it, so it'll be saying like there, there's a contiguous four box section that is across two of these rows kind of thing. Uh, and those, those are more difficult and more interesting, but they use the same pictures as, as they use in the regular picross puzzles. And so you can't, uh, you can't do, like... You can't do two or three regular ones and then do two or three Mega Picross because they're going to be the same pictures. And, huh. and it... I don't know. It sucks.
0: It, that sucks, because how hard would it be to draw another... Yeah, exactly. 15 yeah, by 15 how, pixel? How, I mean, I guess it has to be solvable, right? Like, Yeah. That, so you're constrained in some ways, but surely somebody has written just a program that tells just you whether it's solvable or not, yeah. right? Like, yeah,
4: yeah. It, it seems... it. it it has a real, like, they did not put enough effort into this feeling to it. I, I don't know what actually goes into making these, and maybe there is some, like, major, like, time proposition that makes that so they can't really effectively do that, but it sure doesn't feel that way. They, it definitely seems like they ought to be able to have some different pictures for those.
1: Uh, you could also just, like, play one of the... Play one kind for like a hundred puzzles, and then play the other kind, and hope, yeah, that, hope that you've forgotten that's, the that's,
4: image. That's pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what would be a good sponsorship
0: opportunity is a uh, Rick Ross Picross. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, oh, Bob Ross Pickross. Bob Ross Picross. That that actually makes more sense. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kevin? Video games?
3: Uh, yeah, I played... I, f- I had been holding off and playing Minute until it came out on the Switch. Oh, and nice. then it came out on the Switch, so I played it for a minute. <laughs>
4: uh, for one life.
3: The first life can last quite a while if you don't pick up the That's sword. True. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You just can't get anywhere. Um, I have not finished it, but I in, have been enjoying it. It's. I, I think I am...
0: You were pretty close to the end, in, yesterday. nearly in the
3: game. Yeah. yeah, I just haven't, I haven't picked it up because of work stuff. Um, and then I played some Hold Down, the iOS game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a sort of reverse breakout kind of situation. Uh, it's got some clever. I feel like we've talked about it
4: maybe a little bit on the show. Yeah, I think
0: Jim and I both played it. Yeah, we played I, it last I week. It. I think okay. me as well. I deleted it in a fit of peak during the show. Oh, oh, right. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's good. I. It seems like a thing that I will get to the end of and be done with. Maybe I don't know if it keeps going forever. Or what the story
1: is there? There's definitely there's an endless mode once you've unlocked everything. But like I, I was done with it at that point. Like, yeah, that, I didn't that sounds good. Feel the need to compete for high scores.
2: It makes me feel good that uh, middle aged gentlemen like ourselves do not hurl controllers when rage quitting games anymore, but we do delete in fits of peak rage <laughs> uninstall <laughs> our yeah. iOS. Classic uh, Alt F4 delete local content.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, yeah that's I, not what it's called anymore. It's uninstalled now. It, it, was, it was a better turn of phrase when you could say alt F4 delete local content <laughs> in Steam. <laughs> yeah.
3: um, and then Melissa said to me one morning, Did you know there was a Puzzlecraft 2? And I was like, oh no. No, I didn't.
5: <laughs>
3: so I've been playing some of that.
0: Which is a Puzzlecraft was like an iOS, one of those. Dungeon raid likes where you yeah what what is that called? Conti- you trace lines across contiguous shapes on a grid, and then those shapes you collect them.
3: It's like a match in where in is as many of a thing as you can. You can draw a line between. Yeah. Um, you're not you're not like rotating stuff. You're just sort of selecting groups of things, and then those things get eliminated and sort of new like stuff same drops game,
0: down. But not really because you're making some choices about it
3: yeah um, yeah cause she was looking for a game that was like that um, that would actually run on a modern iOS cause a lot of the old ones do not uh, a lot of those games are just gone from the app store like a lot of my favorite old games because they just were never updated for 64 bit yeah. operating systems so
4: rest in peace swords and poker yeah mm-hmm. no like there's oh, really?
3: so many good games are just gone huh
4: that stinks yep. you know uh,
0: Windows Phone The solution to that. What? Everybody used Windows Phone. They never did. Yeah, no one never did. That was the problem. I mean, our friend Patrick did. He was the
2: lone holdout. Mm -hmm. He hated it, too. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us were built to suffer. (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Patrick. But
3: uh, (laughs) so it's uh, I have been sticking with it, but it does feel a little more exploitative uh, than than i remember the original being uh they're like regularly like presenting you with a situation where it'd be like oh it'd be nice if you had a little little more stuff here and you can just buy some for mm, a dollar like
0: four extra corns yep
3: four extra corns
2: um <laughs> four corns for a dollar sounds like a pretty good deal right i can market? get you six years for a dollar 12 don't do the math
5: uh.
3: <laughs>
2: it's also tax and delivery
3: but, yeah, it's also just massive. Like, they've just made, they've just expanded it so much that it's kind of overwhelming. Uh, Those- you, you downloaded it and then d- deleted it immediately when it when you realized that it was a landscape mode game.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, because you were like, I don't know if I can recommend this. And so I was dubious about whether I was going to play it anyway. Right. And when I downloaded it and it initially asked me to turn my phone on its side, I was like, nope, deleted it.
2: So you don't mess with those sideways games? Your
3: contention is that games that are on their side are not games.
0: No, (laughs) my contention is that they are bad phone games. Because people
1: will see you on the street and say, oh, that guy's playing a video game.
0: No, because I can't. I thought he was arranging World Peace. No, it's because I can't be jerking off with my other hand. Oh, okay. Ah, What you you got to
2: do is glue the sideways phone to the flashlight. No, you grasp uh, the phone
0: with both hands up and make an up-and-down Right, but it. then I have to carry the flashlight with me everywhere I go. You're you don't just leave, like, be doing that? leave me your pants. But you do, Zach. <laughs>
1: Fine. The listeners didn't know that. You guys, are, you guys are close to me. Oh, I i didn't actually play this, but... Are you done? Sorry. Sure. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I didn't actually play this, but uh, I was talking to the developer of Lumo on Mastodon, Um, and it turns out that he made a, like a series of director's commentary videos about this, where he plays through the whole game and talks about, uh, the decisions. And I watched the first few of them and it was really remarkable how much, like how explicitly it was calling out, uh, uh, pop culture, like British pop culture of the eighties, like, like isometric, uh, platformers, that sort of thing, like rare games. Um, and it actually made me like the game less because I had th- like most of the stuff that I didn't get. I just thought was weird. Right. And I liked it that out, it was
0: just references you didn't get. It was mm-hmm.
1: like, yeah. Uh, Which is kind of a bummer. Um, but on the other hand, like that's still a, I, I it, it did feel analogous to like how like fire flower is a pun in Japan Huh. And it's not just a weird. Oh, the flower makes you shoot fireballs. That's a weird. Th- like just,
2: I had no idea. That's a pun. Huh? It, yeah.
1: All right. Um, apparently, like the word for fire flower is the word for fire uh, for firework in Japan.
2: Uh, I see. So it's that's a literal flower. So oh, yeah.
1: God. Yep. Um,
2: like if if we made a
0: game where there was a flower that you could pick that would turn you into a
2: collie. Uh huh. Mm, sure. Sounds like a KOL pun to me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then it, that that got localized into another culture where the joke was just entirely lost it. Was it was just a
2: cauliflower. Why does a cauliflower turn you into a dog? Right. Oh, wait. That did happen to the Smashing Pumpkins album title, I assume. <laughs> I assume that album title was even more confusing in Japan.
1: <laughs> uh, and so, like, I'm, I'm not sure that that. Creation methodology isn't effective if you're just going to be exporting your creation. Like it might just be like your your main audience might be people who don't get your joke. You'd be better off just making something up. You remember Asterix and Obelisk?
2: Yeah,
1: I read Obelisk. those.
2: Where I, it's just ninety percent wordplay and stuff, but it was all written in French. Yeah, like they got somebody to. Yeah,
1: do I was. Their, I remember, like when I was ten, energy. I was like, "How did they do that?" Yeah, I
2: still don't know quite how they <laughs> did that. I don't understand how people successfully translate poetry either, or novels, or yeah. just like simple phrases you need
0: Anything to get around like on the subway instructions. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you remember when re- reading like stereo instructions was a joke that was made all the time in stuff? Right.
2: The joke was that they were inscrutable
0: and boring. And boring. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Which is,
2: I guess the joke Both now true. would be that
0: anyone would read. The instructions for anything, right? Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> the joke. The joke now is that I wish that I had some written instructions for something instead of a fucking YouTube video where someone 15 oh, years God. younger than I am spends 20 minutes getting around to telling me that I need to hold down Control and Alt and press D.
3: We well, gotta, you gotta get those likes and those subscribes first.
2: Yeah, did you remember to like, subscribe, and comment below? Nothing could make me less likely. To press an an affirmation button than a YouTube instructional video. I I think the trick there is that
1: if you hit dislike, it still counts as an engagement. That's
2: true. (laughs) Ooh, we're soaking up hate clicks on this one. I'm gonna next one's gonna be 38 minutes, and the answer's gonna be shift.
3: Do you suppose there's a Do you suppose (laughs) there's a YouTube instructional video on how to
2: like and subscribe to (laughs) YouTube videos? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a good idea. I think it would be very popular.
0: I watched a video yesterday of this guy restoring a Vic-20 that had been used in some sort of industrial context. And so it was just like covered with oil and burns. Wow.
2: <laughs> uh, was he trying to make it pretty again or just yeah, functional? Yeah, no, no, he was trying to make it nice again. It was pretty, mm. it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, by getting another vic 20 and yeah, by getting like, another vic 20 and then just like yeah, he purpose. did that
0: thing where he like held a sheet up in front of the shitty one and then <laughs> dropped the sheet and then it was a nice one behind it he was like well anyway if you want me to fix your computer send it over here it'll be a thousand dollars i'm a fucking wizard i'm a, <laughs> a
2: wizard uh, i do like videos where pets are confused by that trick those, those will never stop i, I like ones me. where somebody tries to do it and then just runs
0: headfirst into a wall or like through yes. a closet door or something those are the, those are good solid, like when somebody
2: just like ruins themselves yeah, yeah by trying to trying to do something clever it's all idiocracy isn't it it's just it's the getting kicked in the balls tv show and we're just we're watching it piecemeal
1: that's us you know what the best
0: video is is the one where there's a kid doing basketball tricks and some girls ride by on their bicycles, and the kid says, "Hey, ladies!" And one of the girls says, "Fuck you!" And he throws the basketball at them, and it just hits this one girl's bike exactly in the right way that she just flips over and face plants. Oh God! Yeah, sounds so like it's, she was injured. This is the best video. that's really like she was. She got up. She could still swear when she got up. So, the Gulliver. Anyway. Wow. It was. Because like, it wasn't like the kid was like trying to get her to crash her bicycle. There's no way you could do that on purpose. Right. right. Oh, God. Or that and the guy diving into the frozen pool. <laughs> oh,
3: God. I hate that one. <laughs> mein Arsch. Mein Arsch. Mein
0: Arsch. Hudson. God. There's a scene in... Uh, that, the big sick, that Kumel Nanjani movie where he's like tells his parents that he's gonna go downstairs and pray, and then he goes downstairs and just watches that video, and like four people in the theater just laughed out loud at that <laughs> moment. Like, he's like, all right, I can tell who's seen that video. Pretty good. I played a, I played a phone game that I realized uh, is in landscape Aww. mode, but you don't have to play it that way because there aren't any words or any uh, any UI other than just touching a rectangle. It is called Frost. I forget how I found out about it. You know, it might have just been in the... Every great once in a while I will open the App Store and just look at the top, like, the recommended games. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Frost is a game about... Uh, it's very abstract it's kind of in the mood of that like old music catcher flash game or line light it's like just kind of abstract glowy some nice piano music playing but it's like there will be a stream of particles and you can drag areas that will influence the movement of those particles and you're just trying to get them to like fill up an orb and it's real pretty And then there's just, like, new things come across where it's like, this thing emits particles every once in a while, so you have to, like, figure out a way to collect them and get them to the ore ball at once or whatever. And it's just, it's real, real pretty, and it's, like, just, it's a fun thing to just influence a bunch of little glowing fireflies.
2: Ice, huh? Frost. Frost. Yeah.
0: Um, And I played... I saw Tom Francis talking about this on Twitter, and I downloaded... uh, Unavowed, the newest Wadjet Eye adventure game, and got so deeply into it that I just, like, sat and played through the entire thing in a sitting. It was like five or six hours, probably. It is fucking great. It's essentially, like, it gave me... It gave me something akin to the feeling that playing Loom for the first time oh, gave wow. me. Oh, wow. Because it's it, really cool. It just... It's not hard, like it's an adventure game, but it's not like a bullshit hard adventure game. It wants you to get through it. It wants you to see the interactions and the story beats. You are, uh, in the beginning of the game, you get like possessed by a demon or you're being sort of exorcised and you're like, oh shit, what have I done for a year? And it was like, just murder a lot of people. Uh, and then you get indoctrinated into this like secret society of people who are trying to protect the world from demons. It's a very like kind of Buffy level of the way the world works. Like the, Oh, or the leader of this secret society is a genie. Cause genies are real. And he's just like, Hey, what's up? There's my lamp. Um, <laughs> there's kind of like, you keep recruiting new people and there's a kind of a running gag where every single person like just flips their shit. The first time they see him disappear into a lamp, um, But you go on these discrete missions, and the missions are maybe five or six rooms of adventure game, and you can take two of a set of eventually four uh, companions with you, kind of like a Bioware game, and every scenario is solvable. Like, you can't go back, like, it won't let you get back on the subway until you're done doing this, and so every scenario is solvable with any combination of the people that you can have with you during it. And so it just kind of means that, like, it's possible that some of them are are hard enough that I would have had to look them up if I had taken a person whose solution was less uh, sort of intuitive. Obvious, whatever. Um Because, like, a lot of them was, like, there's a policewoman that you can take with you, and she just, like, knows all the cops. So you can often just, like, learn information by just having her ask a policeman that's there on the scene, and that's the way of getting through that with her. Uh, there's the, – the concept that sold me on it to begin with was one that Tom specifically tweeted about. There is this – fire wizard guy who's with you from the beginning who can he can one of his spells is just to be able to read any document that has ever been burned which is like hmm. it's so fucking great and so you just like learn that there was a fire and you'd be like hey was there were there any documents in that <laughs> building that might have been of any use and he was like well, let me check and then he'll just you know read you a thing with the key code to the door on it or whatever ah it's so good
2: so it's good for when the documents are burned, but the door is still standing. <laughs> yes, got it. Well,
3: it's like one of those uh, burn after reading envelopes. It's like
2: the oh. war It's like anti-security. It's like he's super good at following the impossible mission guy around. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> so, do you think the is this the first Wajidai game you've played? It is, yeah. I'm they, they, a little worried. Why, why did I have made a bunch of those? Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm a little worried that if I go back, I'll be disappointed.
1: Right.
4: Gemini Rue uh, was, was pretty good.
0: I like is that it, one. Is it also, like, easy? I know somebody told me that the, the Blackwell games of theirs, which was, like, sort of where they got on the map in the first place, are much more, like, traditional adventure games. And I kind of don't want that. I, like, I want this, like, kind of little vignette adventure game thing where there's cool characters and cool mythologizing
4: i don't i don't it's been a while since i played gemini Rue, but i don't remember getting stuck on it anywhere Hmm. i couldn't get into the blackwell games well i couldn't i couldn't offhand tell you why
0: you had said that unavowed like you thought that the premise looked kind of hokey
4: yeah well maybe it was just the way it was presented in the trailer uh just I mean, normally I'm not I'm not opposed to magic and demons in a modern setting. Uh, I don't know. There was just something something about the way it was presented in the trailer seemed cheesy to me. Hmm. But
0: I mean, you, normally, you're not against things that
4: are cheesy. Yeah, that's also true. Weird. Maybe <laughs> I was just in a bad mood.
2: <laughs> I'm against things that put me in a bad mood. Is it one of those? <laughs> Probably. <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know, you know, there's some, like, there's some parts of it where you'll get sad, I guess. There's some parts of it where you'll be like, damn it, society, how could you let these kids
2: down so hard? Damn it, Ethel, why couldn't you smoke farther away from the documents? Are we still <laughs> talking about that game? Yeah. It's well no,
0: it's like, damn it, Ethel, why couldn't you have smoked closer to these other documents that are the, <laughs> the ones, ones that I we're interested read, in yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and also that why can't the guy read things that haven't been burned? Is he just like covering up for the fact that he never learned to read yes, by, by He's becoming a lit. fucking wizard? Because this is like would have been easier to just learn to read. What bro? happens if you
3: burn half a document? Can he only read the half that like was burned? And turned into ash. Yeah, probably. Or can you read the whole
0: thing? They don't really explore it. You know, it's just they just kind of let it exist as a cool concept. Well, it's fun to play exquisite
2: corpse with. <laughs> um,
0: um, that's it, though.
2: Exquisite cremains. Has, there you go. Yeah. There you, okay? It's going solved. Yep. Uh, I've played a lot of games since the last time I was on the show. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> My computer was making too much noise, so I took a picture of my Steam recent list. Look, oh, I played Exapunks. Now your phone is making God. a bunch of noise. No, it's not. Um, I played City Skylines. It was on sale oh, on, uh, oh, yeah. on Steam, mm. so I bought the like gargantuan pile of all their DLC bullshit clump for yeah only a little bit of money. It was, it's pretty good. It's like just eight SimCities lunch, with, like, it's so much better than the It kinda most came recent like everybody Sim was City.
0: really excited about the most recent SimCity and then it came out to like a massive
2: fart fair. And, I mean I played uh, that a lot, but yeah, it, so it made me it made me annoyed because always I would fill up the available the tiny available square that one city can have and then I would try to do the thing it seemed to want you to do, which is make a network of other cities. Yeah, like specialized or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, The one that's constantly making water and the one that makes all the energy and burns all the garbage and blah blah blah. But then those never those were always too buggy to really like stabilize. So I was just always mad at SimCity. But Skylines, oh my goodness, it's great. And it's like starts out with your city plot being like eight times bigger than that SimCity plot and then you can throw a mod on that makes it five times bigger than that. You can make these giganto fucking cities and just everything about it is more polished and cool than some city. I have one what's, what's the deal that. with your city? Same as in any of those cities you try to like not blow your whole budget on making some Process <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you try to you try to, you know, make a city that sustains itself and where everybody can get to work on time.
1: And if you get sick of it, can you hit the Godzilla button? And...
2: Absolutely can. Nice meteorites, earthquakes, you name it. So I played a lot of that. Uh, oh, I played Song of the Deep recently. What's that? It's like a little game, maybe probably an indie game. You're like a, but it's it's kind of pretty and good, and it's fun. And um, you're a little submarine. You're like looking for your dad who didn't come back from his your S- dad faring. Bigger submarine. He had a bigger submarine, but now he's got now he's got a uh, fatal danger that he's facing. So mm. you have to go sort of save your dad. But it's got just a like a really fun. It's like a two D, like it would be a platformer, except you can swim, and uh, it's got a lot of little puzzles in it, and it just progresses nicely and keeps giving you new new little gameplay mechanics as you go. And I like it. I recommend it. And It's based on that racist Disney movie. It's the whole, the whole game Nemo. is just filled with racism and cartoon. Mice. So, no, it's uh, it's an unobjectionable little indie game.
1: And oh, that's made by, it. That's made by Insomniac. Are they good? Uh, Insomniac was the company that... Um, oh, I, I, I keep getting the mix-up with Sucker Punch. I think Insomniac makes the... Uh, Ratchet the, and Clank. That sounds right. Yeah. So, not an indie game, but maybe like a small sub-studio within that studio. A oh, like sub-studio. Indie, <laughs> indie-sized... <laughs>
2: I found that game in my Steam list, which I think means it was one of those humble bundles that I mm, got 25 mm-hmm. games and only played 12 of in them. In that
1: case, like, I probably also own it you and, probably should, do. and should play it. It sounds good. Um, or maybe
2: the the the
0: sort of Lovecraftian evil overlord sent you that game because it's trying to manipulate your behavior.
2: So mm-hmm. like that game doesn't actually exist except the one copy of it on your Steam library. In that case, don't try to download it. Um Oh, after playing a bunch of Cities Skylines, I reinstalled Banished and threw all the mods I could find into that to see if I could get some more life out of it. That's the like really difficult medieval survival simulator. It's pretty hard. Um, it's also really fun, but you don't not, have to send Godzilla there. Because no, it's like he would just be like, "Wow, this place fucking sucks." So <laughs> Godzilla's believe. already like in everybody's hearts, dragging them towards the grave. Uh, I played Minute all the way through and. Oh, then nice. I played it a couple more times and 100%ed it because I really really liked it. Did you play um, it on hard mode? I must have because you, you had to do that to get. Oh no no! Hard mode is like the, where the your 45 sword is broken seconds, and you are
0: only have 45
2: seconds. I did play it with. I did play it on 45 second mode, but there was an even harder one where you like only get one heart for the whole game mm, or something. Oh. I did not play that one. Um, yeah, minute's really good. But I guess I maybe didn't hundred percent it, but I got all of the different objects that there are. Although every collectible, that's what I did before stopping minute. I played a bunch of oxygen, not included, but I feel like maybe we talked about that one last year. Yeah, maybe. Um, it's just an exceedingly cute, nice little yeah. It's game.
0: like two D dwarf fortressy
2: yeah. kind of thing. It's it's good though. It's way more accessible. It's very accessible and kind of easy to get the hang of. But it, it runs pretty deep. Like every like all the gas the different gases that there are kind of will will slowly stack on top of each other, but they're also kind of easily disturbed and then like at different temperatures any solid can turn into a liquid and into a gas and like you gotta like ranch the little creatures in the asteroid and it's just, everything about it is fun and cute. Um they keep adding like fundamental new systems to it too yeah every every time i go
0: back and play it it's like what the fuck
2: is uh, there's four new overlays that are like this Uh,
0: is
2: (laughs) it's early access and they keep making it bigger and bigger uh and it only costs like 20 bucks or something it's It's a clay game right yeah yeah uh i played the stanley parable for the first time recently oh wow that was kind of fun did you get all the achievements I'm sure I did not yes. I, Like did play it for an entire Tuesday And <laughs> don't play it for a year <laughs> <Artillery> <laughs> Achievements. On my first run On my first run I ended up in what was clearly The like jokiest most meta Ending sequence With the like keep the baby out of the fire Game and then the other stuff And I was like this seems kind of dumb I'll go through and play it and do what he says And I'm like oh I see you're supposed to start by doing this And then let the game get progressively Weirder on you um so I, I fucked that up. I played Far Cry five all the way through. Huh. It was what do you in, think? Backwards US kind I, of stuff. I was so excited at the beginning. It seems like you're invading the Dick Cheney compound to arrest some of his upstart nephews or something. Cause you're in Montana and everybody is like a right wing religious psycho. And you're like the cop who's gonna have to shoot thirty two hundred of them to get the achievement. Yeah. And then it turns out that the politics are, like, aggressively toothless. Um, Like, they just, at every turn, edited out whatever might have actually been a commentary on the state of our nation. Right. Um, So that was a little irritating. But then it's a Far Cry game, and it's fun to, like, you know, clear the The occupied checkpoints without them seeing you and stuff like that.
0: I I think I got, like, two-thirds of the way through it and then went on a trip... And didn't have my computer with me for a couple of weeks, and then just never picked it up again. But I was like, I think I like 100 of the first two of the three regions, and yeah. I just started the third part. And it's a lot of I don't know. Did you ever play Far Cry Primal? No, I skipped that one. That is the only one that I've ever actually played all the way through. That was hmm. one that I liked more than any other one. Are you a caveman? Yeah, in that you're one? caveman. Everybody else is caveman. There aren't guns in it because it's caveman times. Mm-hmm. But there's a sniper spear throw. No. 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 You have like this magic bow? owl or something. Yeah, you have a bow. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can. Like, I guess the bow is the sniper. Mm-hmm. And there's like a shotgun spear. <laughs> and, no,
2: it's not. It's, <laughs> I like the minigun uh, rock.
4: Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I can, I can imagine like, just gathering up like a cluster of like a dozen spears and just throwing them all at once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's like a, there's like a pterodactyl that you feed it a rock and then turn its tail like a crank and it shoots, (laughs) it grinds up the rock and shoots a bunch of little machine gun. And and if you get a headshot,
2: it says, it's a living, living. except for that (laughs) one. Um, (laughs) I see that, I see from my screenshot of my steam recent list that West of Loathing has an update queued. Yeah, it does. Uh, I replayed West of Loathing recently because I hadn't played it, um, after you finished the ending. Oh, okay. Um. And it was so fun. I played a new character class, and I knew, I knew the shapes of all the puzzles and sort of roughly where they were, but I couldn't remember the solutions. So Dang I it. could get a little bit of satisfaction from solving them all again, but I could also do it rapidly. It was nice. I liked it. Good game. Strong recommend. Hey, thanks, buddy. Uh, I still haven't finished Night in the Woods. Every time I started again, I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. And then I do a few days, and it's like... If I wanted to hang out with teenagers, I'd just go lurk down by the fucking <laughs> community college. Get
1: arrested. Yeah,
2: um, and there's that thing like early in the game team. where they find somebody's arm, and I'm like ten days farther in than that, and I there's been no payoff yeah. on that. I'm like, where's the guy with who's missing an arm?
1: Um, and then I, I would yeah, I, I got I definitely got frustrated by how long that game took to get to its plot, mm. but. Once it got to the plot, I was like, you know what they were doing? The the good part was before the plot anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, the good part is just hanging Uh out with the people. Uh Uh-huh.
2: Getting drunk in the woods and throwing up at the bonfire party. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: I mean, that game is, like, charming beyond words. I do recommend people check it out. But now when I load it, I end up playing the little, like, 16-bit game on her laptop. (laughs) Oh, sure. The Blood Castle or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, that little, like, dungeon crawl thing. I'm, I'm, like, I can't. Beat the last level. Um, party hard, battle sloth into the breach on your you guys' recommendation. Mm-hmm. I love that game. I haven't opened up the very finalist set of bots, mm. but I got everything else. We yeah, have played a lot of games since the last time you were on the show. Mm-hmm. Played Friday the Thirteenth once on Steam with some friends. Who am, were, really were you into a it. camper or Jason? I did both. Um, neither was very much fun. Good. <laughs> That's a glowing recommendation. <laughs> bridge Constructor Portal. Uh, okay, you guys play that? No, I played a little. You've seen those games, though. Yeah, it's it's like that except with Portal mechanics in it, and it's fun as hell. It seems like if you had Portal technology, like just get bridge construction me. becomes a thing
0: that you just never ever have to do again.
2: Yep. Well, it's it's designed in a particularly portally way, which is that your behaviors are constricted by Glados fucking with you, like ah, usual, right? So, um. So yeah, she's giving you puzzles that obviously a sensible person would not have to solve. Played Dishonored two maybe since the last time I saw you guys. Yeah. Oh, Inside is fucking amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I highly recommend that. I think history. that's out on You've the Switch now it. too. Sexy Brutal is great. Did you play that? I played a little bit of it. Yeah. I didn't. I wasn't as
0: charmed by it as as everybody else seemed to be.
2: What is the style of game?
0: It's like a weird time loop clue adventure game sort of like there's a you
2: use your time traveling to kind of rearrange what happens in each episode so that the the terrible things that happen uh don't happen and you save one person one or two people's lives each section and then they give you a new power that you can use in the okay. next episode
3: that's kind of cool by
2: the end when you have a bunch of powers it gets really kind of interesting but it's as puzzles go it's not like super challenging And then on my game, on my game, on my telephone, I keep playing, uh, I keep playing Alto's Adventure. Really? Which is like an endless running snowboarding game that's really pretty looking. I feel like... It's so relaxing.
0: When my, the entirety of my exposure to that is like, like on an internet date, I will ask, hey, do you ever, are there, do you ever play any video games? I only play one video game, and it is that video game. It's like a game for people who don't
2: play games. <laughs> in my in my experience, I mean, the gameplay is not super deep, but it's. I like it because it's relaxing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So popular. April loves it. It's really. pretty but she plays.
0: She plays video games. It's just yeah. Nice so
1: looking. that doesn't really work with your hypothesis, but
3: maybe it's for people who like quilting games, right? Mm. Like it's another. It's another
2: bejeweled, and I found. The, for the first time ever a good driving game. Oh yeah? On the phone it's the it's it's Twisted major studio Metal shit. 2 It's the 8th iteration of Asphalt.
1: Asphalt 8? It's Who, Asphalt 8. Whose fault? Asphalt.
2: Um, and it's like filled with free to play bullshit by upgrades instead of playing, right? But you steer by tilting, tilting? the phone <laughs> and, it, and it, you know Tilts the whole landscape in a really pleasing way. And oh, it just feels like a, a high end driving game. It's like really fun. That's cool. Anyway,
0: do you get to crash into things and use oh, yeah. missiles and stuff? Or is no it, missiles.
2: Uh, Name brand cars. Okay. So, so you, you can be like, them. I'm driving uh, uh, a
0: Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> yes,
2: the, my Hyundai
0: Elantra is maxed. <laughs> I'm driving a Dodge Caravan? What is this weird, fantastical car landscape is this
3: there was was it was a game called death race maybe where you would like buy weapons and you'd be on a closed track and you were trying to you could either win the race or you could blow up all the other cars Mm. you just had to be the first person to get to the finish line of the surviving cars that was that was a good one but it's that was like mid 90s yeah i Carmageddon. Car- no, Carmageddon was a, another fun one. Uh,
1: was this a top-down racer? I don't remember. Okay. There
0: was a game. There was a video game in the late seventies called Death Race uh, that was like a monochrome. Was that?
1: I always wondered if that was a movie
2: license. Yeah, I,
0: don't I know. think I it think was. It wasn't? I think it was, it was a just
1: a ripoff. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Back before they had <laughs> might no, have been, might have been early movie licenses. Actually.
2: Uh, I, I, you can I haven't played that at the Musée Mechanique. It was one of the first, like,
0: yeah. it was one of the first, like, sort of moral panics about video games. Mm-hmm. It was like, check it out; these are just murder simulators. They're just murder simulators, Jim. That's right.
1: I haven't played uh, the game you're talking about, but I have played. Uh, I can vouch for using tilts to steer being effective on phones. Um, there's a game called I think I it's called Final Freeway, which is basically a uh, an Outrun clone, mm-hmm. uh, which uses tilt steering, and it works really well if you're into that sort of thing.
2: Which I now am.
1: All right.
0: Oh, speaking of driving, uh, I also played a bunch of Red Faction remars turd Oh, yeah. Uh, was with James Marsters? Yes, James Marsters.
2: Yeah. Uh, I just and, heard about that. I want to play it. I loved that game.
0: Yeah, so did I. But man, do I keep doing fucking, do I keep failing fucking missions and starting over at the beginning of the mission, even though it's on easy and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there are just some extremely annoying, like, systems-driven ways in which specific missions will get fucked up. Like, there are missions where it's like, the, the one that I'm on now is one that it's like, people are like, all of the YouTube comments are like, yeah, I quit playing after this because it was so annoying. Or, what is wrong with you pussies? I got this on the first try. Like, that's every comment. Uh, it's like, you've got to go rescue ten things from this town that's being uh, bombarded. And sometimes a bomb will just hit one of the things and game over. It's like, wow. fuck off. Yeah. Like...
3: you Do you have the option to, like, shoot it out of the sky if you see it coming or that's something?
0: That's too fast. Um... So yeah, I think I'm, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to play this. What, what, the, no, wow. Is. I was, my inclination was to turn the, the phone opposite, exactly the opposite way. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I, there is something that I fundamentally don't understand about driving games because I'm just crashing from guardrail to guardrail. This is pretty cool looking though. I think you tap one side and it's the brake, and the other side is a boost. Oh, oh
2: man, I'm going to boost. Can I, can I go to those mountains? I want to fuck those mountains. Can I fuck those mountains? You, you're thinking of Mountain Fuckers Three, oh. which is also an EA game. Oh, wait, you couldn't
4: fuck the mountains in Mountain Fuckers One and Two? <laughs>
2: no, you couldn't. They, they were in development hell for <laughs> a while, just, and they just didn't add the mountain penetration. They were trying to build suspense, you know. <laughs> like, it's like always leave one more. Yeah. Uh, shall we
0: uh, talk about this assignment? Exapunks by Zachtronics Industries. Yeah. It's, yeah. Good. Yeah. it's a pretty good. Pretty good programming video game where you program some little fake. Robot guys, and they hack
2: shit for you, including your own brain. They really, you really have to program them too. This isn't like,
4: yeah,
2: it's it's,
4: it's not like yeah, a, it's a, actually a, it's a programming like game. Yeah,
2: programming. It's like there's a little simple <laughs> programming language. To type in stuff and in. Put, yeah, and I, I had to assume that you guys found this easy and i basically had to learn programming from scratch <laughs> in order to do it but no, i enjoyed I, it even though it felt like homework a little bit i i found it to be so hard that i barely played it and didn't
0: really enjoy it that much it kind of kind of like shengen io and, and right TIS one hundred, like I straight up just couldn't figure out how to get through yeah. the tutorial in the first like five minutes, and so I just quit.
1: Yeah, TIS one hundred is real intense. Yeah,
4: this is definitely like the the third iteration from ts one hundred and Shenzhen IO, and it's it's I feel like it's gotten better presented and and better thought out every time.
1: Do you think this is easier than Shenzhen IO?
4: Um. Well, just judging judging by the fact that I've played it a lot more than I played Shenzhen. Yeah, fair I enough. Know, yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was easier.
1: Okay. That's interesting. I,
0: the constraint that always got. Like, the thing that I felt like was fucking me up with this game is all right, I know what I need to do, and I know how to write a program to do that, but it <laughs> requires being able to store more than one variable. So <laughs> right. I'm just fucked. I,
2: I didn't figure out if you don't have to do. Pair Test. tests. You have another variable slot. Yeah, but I, mean, I didn't figure yeah. that out until later. Yeah, And
3: if you if you want to like do something that counts down to zero, the variable the, the that register is perfect because then you can just constantly be asking, oh, "Are you zero yet? Are yeah, you zero yeah. yet? Yeah, You, yeah. Can,
2: yeah, uh, you and, can you can spawn other bots to hold variables for you. you. can, and you can create files. To communicate.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, the, a lot of the game, and this is something that was true in Shenzhen IO as well, is that you had like you have one register basically. Yeah. Um, and the fucking 8086 in, or, or even the, like the 6502 in 1976 or whatever that had X and Y. (laughs) Well, you've got, you've actually got three
3: registers, right? Like they're just. One of them you can't call back from.
0: Correct. It also never occurred to me to use that swizzle thing to store multiple values in one register, which is a thing that.
4: Oh, is that what that's for?
0: I didn't uh, figure out what that was for you, at all.
4: That's, yeah.
3: that's what I have used it for so far, but I've only done the first half of the game. Like if
4: you
0: were trying to do like an X and a Y and you knew that they were going to be constrained to less than 99 each, you can, I, or is it nine nine nine, 9, 9, is 9, 9, 9, 9. Yeah. So you could just like, if you want to increase the X, you add a hundred. If you want to increase the Y or decrease the Y, you subtract one and then just pull out, pull out via swizzle, the X and the Y. I,
3: the, the implementation where I use that, I found a much faster way to do it with just math. Yeah. like using using the math operators instead on a counter instead of like trying to increment like a four digit thing where you're only looking at part of it is
1: a lot easier modulo by nine or whatever
3: yeah like mod and and division are often there was a mod yeah
0: i so i feel like the thing that fucked me like i stopped when i got to the like Alright, I've written a routine to like read from a backup tape, but I don't know how to tell whether I'm on the right tape or not. And I just couldn't figure out. I I assumed that what I had to do was write a thing that would replicate and go read from every tape and then just terminate if it wasn't the right tape. But I just missed there being a command that would tell you what room you were in. Oh, the yeah. Host, the, the host, host command. command. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, I was like, well, I cannot figure out how to start that. Like, I figured out how to finish this program, but I couldn't figure out how to start it. So I was just like, yeah. I'm also not enjoying this. And I, and I just kind yeah. of like with Opus Magnum up until actually, I think I did finally finish it. It doesn't feel like in this that you can just do like a shitty brute force version of the program to just get through the level and find a later level. Right? Like, I always felt like, fuck, I'm so done with this and I want to do something else, but I have to finish this to unlock the next level and I just can't. Hmm. Like, yeah. Opus Magnum, I got all the way through on the strength of like its flexibility, allowing you to just like, I could just do a shitty job of this, right? Like, I could not try to optimize for any of the vectors, but I just didn't feel I, I, I didn't feel, feel like, like I was capable. Of I feel doing like that's
1: what that I'm doing most is. of the time in this game, like yeah. looking at the histograms. Yeah. A lot of the time yeah. I'm just way on the right and who gives a shit?
4: Uh, yeah, cuz that's that's what's been delaying me getting getting through it faster is looking at that histogram and going, somebody did this in half the time that I did it. How is that even possible? And then I right. spend all this time trying to figure out how they could possibly have done that.
2: It turns out what they wrote was a bot that hacks the leaderboard.
0: (laughs) It is a game of a brand
2: for this. Yeah.
3: Uh, Like that definitely, I'm in the same boat as Riff. Like I definitely would see that and be like, okay, I am fundamentally misunderstanding because I thought I had a very efficient program and clearly there's something else that you can do. And like, I have, I think I have figured out all the tricks more or less. Like I'm, I'm not at the top of the, like I'm not at the absolute bleeding edge on every level but i'm i'm pretty close in most cases a lot of it is like parallelizing the process that you're working on like if you're in, like if your loop takes four steps to figure it to like to check something and then write to a place you should have four bots mm-hmm. sent like doing that at the same time so that each one can be
0: every like, frame. Ev- one of the things ev- is getting yeah, updated. Every
3: yeah. cycle, something is is yeah writing is re- writing out and reading in something. Um, so there's a lot of that, and then a lot of like using things that you wouldn't necessarily like. Instead of like, oh, is this value over fifty? Just just peg the value. Like just add ninety nine forty nine to the value. So if it was anything other than 50 it's now 50 (laughs) oh right yeah so you just like you just assume that it's over 50 and then you just clamp it that way um instead of testing for it and that saves a lot of
5: time
1: Uh, one one my favorite insight that i got from this game was so much of the time instead of like making an explicit check for like if you're at the end of a sequence or uh you just fucking like Try reading it again, and then your program will crash, and... and yeah,
0: that, yeah. It, and that's Like, it. that's
1: usually what you want, actually. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, straight up, like, putting a halt at the end of your program just it makes, makes it the worse. program longer. Right. And, and it just it makes your score worse, worse, right? Like it,
3: <laughs> Yeah. I've, I have only occasionally actually wanted things to halt. Uh, you
2: sometimes have to blow them up so they won't do more stuff. Yeah, like when
3: you yeah. when you repl, sometimes you need to actually kill the one that started everything.
4: The one I like is... W- a, a situation where you end up like having one robot running something on an infinite loop and then a second robot standing near it, it waiting to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That's good. Yeah. I've, I've definitely like written programs. It, like, I, I can't remember the exact situation, but like there are two different files you need to reference to create a third file. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up having like, one program is everybody's on local networking, so they can only talk to the things in the same room, and then keep the two, two robots holding each file in two different rooms, and then the third robot just oh, like runs around courier. and talks oh, to each of them nice. individually individually to get the data it needs.
2: I thought the, I thought the scoring was interesting for that reason, because like, you can make your code shorter... If it cycles more, I mean, this is, these are like basic programming issues that you guys mm. tackle all day long.
1: Well, but it, it never really occurred to me you, before. you, but you never, anyway. you never have to make your code shorter in real yeah, life. That's <laughs> uh, that was, well, well, you
2: it, wanted it to run faster, right? So yes. You can, you can either like you can run faster. You can, your scores are number of cycles, number of actions, which I didn't understand till we got in here and you explained it to me and. Uh, length of a length of code yeah
0: i mean i guess if you're writing a shader it is important that it not be super inefficient right because this is a thing that has to run on every pixel of the screen every frame right right and so it can't
1: be but usually that's a matter of like execution time not actual like how many how how many bytes are generated by the compiler oh, yeah
3: there are i feel like there are situations where you are trying to like I mean, and, this was much more true in the 80s and
4: oh, 90s yeah. where you had, sure. you
3: had like a limited amount of, of space that you could limited fill on a Limited number of
4: holes that you can punch on your card. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: before your dance card is full. Should have gotten a bigger. Just, why didn't they make bigger punch cards? Or were there punch cards that were like the size of the AIDS quilt? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a punch card. Oh, yeah. 54 tons of quilt. Uh. So this is your first uh, Zachtronics game. It is.
2: Oh. And pr- the only other programming style game I ever played was Human Resource Machine, which I thought was really fun.
3: Oh yeah, that's that's similar. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot, pretty similar vein. You should
2: try Opus Magnum.
0: You might yeah, like it. You'll harder. be able to, you will be able to tell uh, from looking at any screenshot whether it's a thing that you're going to be excited about or not. Okay. Like it's either you're going to be like, whoa, I want to make those, or you're going to be like, ah, oh, fuck this. I, clockwork horse shit <laughs> it's, it's great <laughs>
4: Infinifactory <laughs> is is still my favorite is the, is of his is the other one yeah. yeah I hope he makes I, another one of those I
0: just can't wrap my head around I think Infinifactory did pretty poorly I would I would not uh, I would not count on them making another one
4: that's those, that's I'm huge bad. injustice if that's true
0: I it was just way too hard for me my inability to like really deal with things in three dimensions
3: the the weird Machinations that you go through for the because that one, the metrics are also cycles, number of of like non trivial blocks used, and footprint, right? Which the footprint one leads to all kinds of just insanity where you're building these tall structures just to like move a thing
2: over to the side one without causing a problem. Looking at screenshots of this game, do you die in the snow if your program, if your code isn't up to (laughs) snuff? Must be a different game. Oh. Is it called Opus Magnum or Magnum Opus? Oh, I was looking at F- Infinifactory.
3: Infinifactory uh, is, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, like, falling off of floating islands to your death if you're <laughs> not paying attention.
0: Yeah, there's, sometimes you'll listen to an audio diary and it will just be someone screaming. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if, I, can we start a petition where every audio diary in every game is just, just screaming? <laughs> just it's screaming. just
0: the Wilhelm scream over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In, in, in Morse code. Oh, we didn't decide what our next assignment was going to be, or did we?
5: Uh,
3: I'm not aware of one. I, th- I don't Shit. think we Shit. We talked about it briefly, but then
2: didn't uh, settle on something. Uh, Jim, pick an assignment.
1: <laughs>
2: pick <laughs> a Nintendo game you want us to play.
1: A Nintendo game? Sure.
2: <laughs> I challenge you assholes to play Realm Grinder oh, no, we, we all, I've been playing one, Realm
4: Grinder for a year and a half <laughs> uh, you,
2: I've been playing Realm Grinder I was too embarrassed to say earlier
3: Is that the one where there's, there's like the it starts off with six factions like three good yeah. and three
2: evil and, and adds keeps adding them I played yeah. a
0: shitload of Realm Grinder before they did the weird reskin of it that made it into an incomprehensible <laughs> nightmare
2: weirdo zone realm I, uh, I've i been playing it because I'm working hard on my record all the time but uh, every time you have, need to take like 40 seconds to like rest your ears you mm. can just go poke around in realm grinder for a sec and then like turn it back off and it's still going and you're not playing it and it's great
3: yeah I think I, I went through like six or seven iterations of it and then I was like I don't want to do this anymore
0: clash at demon head is okay that a, is that a video sure. game it's an nes game that i don't know anything yeah. about other than the name of it
1: yeah that's that's all i know as well is so the. It's, we're really setting ourselves ourselves up for punishment here that's uh
3: that band name from oh was yeah it, that was, was a it?
1: all those band names were video game names as well i think uh,
3: i mean i guess i like the ones i recognize i recognize but then i didn't realize that they all were i guess right that's okay wacky
0: okay so our assignment is to play clash of demon head and then watch scott pilgrim <laughs> <laughs> okay
3: i watched that recently so i've finished that okay already. good, good.
0: <laughs> all right sorry for the shitty assignment we just didn't prepare for this it happened too early in the day but speaking yeah. of which and none of us are drunk
2: this is really kind yeah, of unacceptable we need to go home and pre- <laughs> we need to go
0: home we're really prep, doing prep this we're not gonna hard hard
1: like you take 15 minutes and actually pick a good one no okay no. <laughs> all right
2: <laughs> too late
0: Gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time recording episode number 341 of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we record another one real soon. And Damien, I'm sad that you won't be able to be there. Me too, but thanks for having me today. Hey, thanks for yeah, having
1: us. Yeah, thanks for talking us. About us. <laughs> yeah, peace talk out. About. Let's talk about the assignment.
4: Have a great week, everybody.
1: Good night.